What's up, hobby friends, and welcome back to Paint Brave, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely, or stick things to other things bravely, or whatever you're going to do for painting. It's good. Lots of things. We're going to get into it. Hobby stuff. But of course, first, we're going to talk to Brent. He's got some burning information that we, we just got to get out there. So we're going to start over there. What 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 do you got? Starting off strong today, we have a hot tip of the day today. <laughs> and as Casey alluded to, it involves sticking things to things. We are talking about putties to use to stick your models to your painting handle. Yeah, this ain't no magnet sandwich. No, no, no. We, we we are not all blessed with magnets, and sometimes we forget to stick magnets to things, and then what are you going to do? Putty. That's the answer. <laughs> so, I'm going to start this conversation with the baseline putty, blue tack, blue stuff. This is Loctite Fun Tack. It's great for classrooms, paper, wood, tile, linoleum, cinder block, brick, metal, plastic, and figurines. Now. And figurines. It didn't Does it say, say that. that on there? No, it didn't. It's, okay. it's mounting putty. It's Loctite blue mounting putty. It's removable. It's non-toxic. And this is a great baseline. It works. This is what I've been using most of the time when I'm not using magnets. Bottom of the mini's base, top of your painting handle, stick them together. Mm-hmm. Keeps the mini on there and reasonably easy to, to take off and clean up when you're done. Reasonably, yeah. Reasonably. I assumed all mounting putties were the same. I was wrong. I've been doing a lot of uh, learning this year, a lot of uh, journeying, traveling, maturing, growing. (laughs) Uh, Next on the list I want to show you, this is Gorilla. Uh, Mm. Incredibly strong. The Gorilla, like Gorilla Glue Company. I would think it would be decent. Gorilla's Mm. usually all right. That's what I thought. One day the store was out of Loctite Fun Tack. I got myself some Gorilla Mounting Tut Putty for home and office removable. This is the worst putty I've ever used. It's, it is <laughs> definitely removable. It doesn't stick to anything. Like it's just. <laughs> they wanted to make sure it would come off. Yeah, this is flavorless gum that you shouldn't put in your <laughs> mouth. Like this is terrible. Look at it. You well, ever tried that? Like poster tack? I remember doing that when I was a kid. It's not gum. It's really not. Gordon tries to eat it. You gotta be very <laughs> yeah, careful. Go. I gotta, I gotta put that <laughs> stuff under lock and key. We're putting this right back away after this episode. I gotta remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just see the like, the cat chewing gum over there. Hey, what do you got? Yeah. What do you, what got? Do you got? Is that poster Gorilla. putty? Give, give it to Baseless me. Need this putty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what I'm saying is, do not buy. This is a don't buy. This is don't buy. It. Don't okay. buy. Gorilla mounting putty, no good. But mm. on my on my travels to Canada, Dana Howell actually introduced me to the winner, the best one yet. This is Faber Castell since 1761 Tackett. Well, there you go. This is Faber Castell Tackett, and it's even better than Blue Tack or Fun Tack from Loctite. Faber-Castell, tack it. So what makes it superior? Is it, like, stickier but doesn't leave residue? I mean, yeah, I know blue, it, blue yeah, tack it just it, really, it sticks but... really, really well when you want it to, and then it comes off when you don't want it to. I, it, I mean, that sounds nice. It's magic, yeah. 
Yeah, because I'm I use the Redgrass Games orange tack that they send with their painting handles, right? And that's it's a cool system. Like the handle, um, it's like a removable top goes on a little swivel, you know, uh, and then you just stick the orange putty on there. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, I just spent I don't know a good half hour, forty five minutes today, uh, painting up. Or not painting up, but uh, cleaning up orange tack from the bottom of the feet. Go, oh, I'm dropping, I'm drop, dropping them. Don't worry about it. I'm done putting it down. Uh, I put a bunch of goblins on these, right? And I interchanged them to paint on the handle because I was like, let me just batch paint these out, right? Uh, and when I took them off, the putty transferred, and I can't get it off the bottom of the feet. So I ended up having Oops. to like go back and repaint the bottom of the feet on all of them. And there were like eight of them. And now there's just putty underneath this paint. Now, luckily I'm gluing the feet down to other things. So it's like, okay, it's not the hugest deal in the world, but like, man, like this orange putty shouldn't be doing that. And I mean, I've had it for, I guess a couple years at this point and it still works. It's still sticky. And I've painted on it a lot with like the airbrush and stuff. Um, but I, I even went and tried some new orange putty and that did the same thing. So it's not anything to do with at least being out in the open. I opened a new pack, but that's been pissing me off. So I might have to try this. Uh, Got a solution. Yeah. Faber fa- Castell Tackett. Or if you're just at the store, like I had to order this off of Amazon. I think it was seven bucks for this, which is definitely oh, that's not bad at all. I was going to say it's steep. <laughs> I was going to say it's steep. steep. Yeah. You were just talking about uh, a Redgrass Games product. Uh-huh. So, uh... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, actually, I mean, they, they sent me the, the handle for free and the putty. So I'm not complaining about it, but it's definitely not working as well as it used no, to. I, yeah, it is it is a tricky problem. You want something yes. to stick really well when you want it to, and then to release without too much problems when you don't want it to. So. Yeah. Exactly. It is a little bit tricky, but blue tack or, or fun tack from Loctite, which is blue, continues to be a good option. And uh, yeah, at least at Dana's studio, the Faber Castell Tackett. Mm. Mm, 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 Sounds mm, pretty. Mm. You said went from how many years they've been in business? You said since seventeen sixty-one, a good year. So so yeah, long time. That's a long time they've been making this tack. So, I, you know, they better be the best. So many ways to tack it. That's fair. Uh-huh. It's a reusable, multi-purpose tack. I've got 120 pieces in here, but, I mean, that's, you do whatever you want with that. I mean, if it if it lasts, like, especially if you put it on the end of a handle or something, like, oh, that it'll stuff, last. Yeah, 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 it lasts. It, yeah. You're, not, you're not constantly tacking and untacking that well okay you kind of want to put it's fine plastic um yeah something that doesn't leave residue would be nice because like i was really disappointed in this stuff um because i use it to just like uh i I do sub assemblies right so i use it to throw on a bunch of different things and then they're just sitting there and i can grab them one at a time and stick them on the handle uh, so yeah, I mean, tack. Well, I mean, a good, you know, good blue tack. Blue tack will leave residue. You kind of have to use a ball of extra tack to kind of yeah. go and pick it up afterwards. 
which is normally which that is works. definitely how I usually use the orange tack. So it might be relatively similar to blue tack because it sometimes leaves stuff. But yeah, a little ball you can kind of clean that up. But but this stuff has been, I like I can't get it off. I had to paint over it. Live and learn. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna play with this for the rest just, of the episode. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> just wanna see but what we that can we like. can move on to the next topic. What you been up to, Casey? Oh, what, do you, what do you well, have for the class like I, today? I feel like I just told you, <laughs> sort of. No, I've been, You've been repainting goblin this, feet. This okay, tack great. thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you solved my problem. <laughs> yeah. Also, spoiler. No, um, I've been working on this chaos night more. I actually split up a video, which I haven't done in like I don't know three or four years, almost five years even. Yeah, I don't. I don't like splitting videos up. I didn't split up like the big Stompa projects or anything like that. Um, you know, it, it kind of is what it is, right? Like whatever happens in the time that I have to make a video to paint a model, it's, it maybe it turns out great. Maybe it turns out mm, it's fine. You know, it is what it is. That's, that's how I roll with videos and painting. Um, cause it's life, right? Like you put in however much time you have and when it's done, it's done. Um, so I didn't want to do that this time because I've been working on this, converted orc chaos night and i've been 3d printing and i've been getting all these parts together even though i got the stupid mdf parts and those didn't work although i found this really good captain crunch box that did I you actually really, i did <laughs> and i really want to it was like a uh it was the the october captain captain crunch box and it just looked yeah. great like perfect so you tried to order a stomp ahead you got it you got an MDF kit, which does yes. technically make a stomp ahead. And, oh, it does. Like it yeah. looks, it looks cool. Um, and I've been told, in fact, somebody left a comment on the last podcast. Uh, thank you. YouTube.com slash paint bravely podcast. I think <laughs> pretty close. I'll get you there. It's close. I'll get you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But, uh, yeah. Saying that, um, the rest of the kit actually looks pretty good. Like if you commit to the MDF, so I'm I'm thinking about it, although I really still on that cereal box idea that we talked about last time. I think that's really hilarious. And, if you know, let's, let's go down to the, the local club and, and play some more hammer and throw down a cereal box stompa. Like, <laughs> it sounds perfect. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little torn. Maybe I'll make it a, a modular kind of thing, like removable <laughs> MDF parts to the cereal box. You can use the MDF parts that you've bought to cut out more pieces of cardboard, and then you can glue the yeah, yeah just use them as yeah little little guides patterns. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then then you'll have a an extra copy made out of cardboard. You glue that to your cat and crunch box. That's actually also not a terrible idea, man. Yep. Just copying MDF have... kits onto cardboard and, and going for it. I mean, man, that actually really makes you wonder. That, you have the you mind know... of an orc. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking, like, what's stopping you from buying an MDF kit and literally just tracing it onto, like, I don't know, foam core? Do and it. gluing that together and you have a full secondary kit of the same Yeah, I mean, it seems kit. like an MDF kit would be a very good pattern to rig a jig 
to right, uh, start right. cutting out just a stack of foam core. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I need to get me one of those. Hmm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Get you a Proxon. Yeah, get you yeah, a Proxon. exactly. The Proxon cutter. Glue, exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> glue your MDF kit or... or Sorry, should I say tack your uh, tack. your MDF kit onto just a uh-huh. stack like like a stack of twenty pieces of foam core? <laughs> yes, and just and then mass just, produce yeah, procs kits. on your way to uh, <laughs> just twenty of the worst looking stompas anyone has ever made. <laughs> exactly, and there's an army that sounds that actually sounds great. Like <laughs> it sounds really good. Um, I I wouldn't mind having a proxon. The, mm-hmm. the wire cutter especially that one that's that's really cool um anyways well yeah next episode's gonna be extra <laughs> stupid now isn't it extra stupid <laughs> yeah. be sure to tune in to episode 96 of paint bravely the podcast www.youtube.com slash c slash uh Paint they changed the that. Podcast. It's just at Paint Bravely the podcast. At now. Paint Bravely the podcast. Tag your friends. Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. sure. I I don't. I didn't claim a name, so it could be like I didn't do anything. Something else. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're okay. But <laughs> I mean, did you did you claim your like at Goobertown Hobbies when no. that, that happened? So no. you have no idea what you technically are currently. In Goobertown Hobbies, buddy. Yes, yes, your your YouTube channel is, but your actual like URL for YouTube might not be at Goobertown Hobbies. It might be at Goober sixty nine Town Hobbies. I should have claimed Seriously. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just do that. Just go. You can ch- I think you change at least one. <laughs> no, that happened All to a right. bunch of people where they they didn't go and claim it, and then their URL changed, and then they ended up changing their channel name to match. Uh, you know, Vogman. Vogman. Yeah, yeah, he does like three D printing reviews. Okay, I, I now I need to do a public apology to Vogman because I'm sorry I didn't it, like <laughs> here at at twelve thirty at night. I'm not remembering you. I mean, I'm sorry, Vogman. I don't think I he knows who either of us are. It's not it's not what I mean. What it's if Vogman is one of our regular listeners, and you're just like you just called me out for not knowing who this person well, is? Well, then, like, then are they cool? Uh, At least like cover yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Seems, seems we, we, yeah, like a great dude. Friend of Casey's um, a friend of mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look, like it just means that he'll like me better. That's fine. It uh-huh. doesn't have to be even. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I I seriously doubt that that he's uh, listening to Paint Bread the podcast currently, but he does some cool three D printing reviews, and he had he changed his channel name because of that that thing. So, complete side topic, but you know, just saying you might want to check on that. Before. So it's not even Vogman anymore. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't I don't remember what he is now. <laughs> I think it's Vog something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Anyways, airbrushing is really fun. <laughs> like, I've been working on this cast night, and I've been taping off stuff using, uh, you know, the good old Tamiya masking tape and just doing some fun stripey designs and, you know, checkerboards and all the all the fun orky things. 
So that's mostly what I've been working on. I, I built the whole thing. I got it all constructed in the first video. Like I said, split it in half, moved right into just kind of finishing out the project and painting it up. And of course, you know, a lot of people left a lot of comments on the, the first video of like, well, now that it's a you know, two-parter, here are some of the things that you should do, that you should be doing to make this, you know, better. And like, I feel kind of bad because I'm, I feel like I'm going to be letting a lot of people down, <laughs> but uh, that is, that is the way. So, well, let's see if you can uh, outperform their expectations. There you go. That's yeah. a good way. To put it. Yeah. You're going to do something new and interesting and cool that they didn't even think of. They didn't yeah. know they wanted it, but there it is. Yeah. Like a crotch cannon. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's... No, that's great. They you you just showed me a couple of pictures and like they have those caution stripes are looking nice. Airbrushing is fun. Airbrushing is. is fun. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I was just thinking about that that when I was doing the shoulder pads and stuff, and it was like, man, you know, like when I came back to miniature painting, I started using I've obviously used paintbrushes, right? That's that's what I learned with had the old uh, uh, Kalinsky Sable um, Citadel brush from the 90s, which I still have somewhere. Really nice brush. Um, what, what color is the handle on that one? Red. Okay. Yeah. Yieldy. Um, but yeah, I started using a brush, and that made sense because that's what we had. Yep. Um, weirdly right before I stopped doing the hobby, my parents got me an airbrush, like a, a like a bottom feeding, uh, you know, from the little jar, right? The siphon, siphon fed airbrush. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it was like a single action thing from Harbor freight. Yep. And they thought, okay, well you could hook this up to a pancake compressor and <laughs> like, yeah, paint your models with it. Like, but I never had the hose to plug the airbrush in. You know, obviously the sizes are much different. So it, ne it never happened. Never happened. And I quit the hobby for like 20 years. Uh, and then I came back and started watching all these videos. And, you know, I was like, man, like the airbrush looks pretty nice. And I finally got one. And like completely changed the way that I saw the hobby. Like it was night and day for me. And so I always try and use my airbrush at every opportunity. And it's just super fun. It's never not fun. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, of course, uh, Dana Howell and I just did that collaboration of the undershot shading, NAD yeah, shading NAD technique, shading. as, as they call it. I saw that title. You ruined. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> he just didn't have. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> but every every time I make a a YouTube video that involves a lot of airbrush, you know, airbrush use, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I try to make the point that like you don't need an airbrush to do that, and right. so you I made sure, brush it. yeah, I made sure at at second forty five or so in that video, like I'm like here here I am using a paintbrush to add colored shadows to a model, but an airbrush really <sighs> is so nice. It's like, just so much better. Like 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 I. <laughs> You know, I, I show how you can just use a dry brush or, you know, whatever to mm -hmm. be like, you can get some of the same effects without buying an airbrush, but 
an airbrush is one of those things if you have the extra you know, realistically $150 if you have yeah. a realistic place to use an airbrush near mm-hmm. an electrical socket and in a place where yeah. children and animals are not going to be breathing the fumes then um yeah that's a pretty good use of money pretty uh, I mean yeah considering how how expensive things have gotten just even more recently Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean the, the these large box sets that were two hundred are now two fifty. You know, yeah. And I mean, I I bought a I bought a few of them this year. We'll say that. So like, yeah, I feel like I w- when I buy things in the hobby, it's if it's not off of eBay and I'm buying something that's brand new, it's for my actual like off camera hobby. And I feel like that's more on the realistic side of like what people generally buy, like maybe one or two boxes a year, you know what sure. I mean? Like not a ton. Okay. But that's still like 500 bucks mm-hmm. in hobby over a year. Um, so it's like, yeah, you know, I, I think that even if you took half that budget, say you had 500 bucks, take half that budget and go get an airbrush. You'd probably be happier than if you had bought that box. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. And always want to make this hobby accessible to everybody. And no, you don't need an airbrush, but it is very useful. It is very fun. You can experiment mm-hmm. with a, a ton of techniques very quickly and easily. So, I don't know. We don't need to say too much more about it, but airbrushes <laughs> are sweet. If you've been waffling on this for a little while, like, do mm-hmm. it. Just, just do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you yeah. only live once. Get you an airbrush. Fill it get up. Get you an airbrush. Yeah. And then actually, there's just, a Harbor yeah. Freight set that's like a hundred bucks that has the compressor mm. and the dual action gravity fed mm, airbrush, mm, 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 mm. and it's better than like a Masters. That's you know something that you go out and buy the crap stuff. So it's out there. There's some decent stuff out there for not a lot of money. Just saying. Now speaking of dry brushing. Because we have to mention that if we're talking about airbrush. And that is the rule if we're on the internet. Goat hair. Goat hair. Yeah. So the goat hair artify uh, dry brushes. Now, I bought these a while ago. I mentioned the fact that I did buy these goat hairs. Um, And actually, funny enough, like, they did email me. And they're like, hey, we really want you to try these uh, fancy pants dry brushes and and i was I like also oh yeah got that I'll, email. I'll do that yeah. and and but then i also told them maybe i shouldn't have told them that i, I literally already bought some oh do you have two I, do you have two boxes of goat hair no now? they they ghosted me they just stopped talking to me <laughs> they're like you already bought it move on <laughs> we got yeah. this one he's a sucker um yeah. i mean this, they're like 25 bucks for like this very nice set of five goat hair dry brushes with the uh the soap for cleaning and the little damp spongy thing in the glass jar really mm-hmm. nice but i've been using them a bunch and like they're pretty sweet especially for the price okay like they, i did notice that like the, the goat hairs seem to kind of fall out a little bit i've had a few stray ones fall out and were on the model that i had to find and get rid of but i think after the initial shedding uh it hasn't been an issue so you know, just watch out for those goat hairs. But honestly, like I've been super happy with them. Um, they're nicer than any other dry brushes that I've owned. I, I haven't gotten like the really nice ones. Um, but now I really wonder like how similar they are. Yeah. 
interesting. I think you well, could probably good. do that comparison, but yeah, I haven't bought those uh, those goat hair brushes yet. I did buy the oh, I can't even remember. It's a little over a hundred dollars, I think. Artis Opus, Artis Opus, set, yeah. set of dry brushes, yeah. Um, and I've used them a few times, and they seem to work well. And yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I wonder what my hairs those are made of. Yeah, uh, we got some goats in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because goat hair is not exactly soft. At least no goat I've ever pet. Goats are pretty sweet, though, dude. I like goats. They're great. Yeah, dude. They're very entertaining. Yeah. But like these goat hairs are are soft. Yeah, well, I'm I'm intrigued. Look, they the goat hair people, Artify or whatever, also yeah, emailed yeah. me, and mm. uh, that's a situation where like, no, I'll if I'm <laughs> if I'm gonna get goat hair brushes, I'll just drop the twenty five dollars myself. Yeah. That's that's fine. Like, yeah, um, I I don't know. I I I do feel weird about the, all the the interlocking biases of of taking sure. free product and. Uh, if it's a printer, yeah, send me the printer. If it's a, a thirty dollars set of brushes, like yeah, I can I can probably fit right. that myself. Like that'll right, <laughs> just so that you have the, the ultimate yeah. uh, final say on yeah. everything. So that like yeah, I know 30, what you mean. Yeah, so there's not some weird bias or sense of obligation over thirty dollars yeah. worth of goat brushes <laughs> worth yeah. of goat hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't need that stressing out my brain too much. No, I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a good call. But on the other hand, like, if they're offering, yeah, get those goat brushes <laughs> over here, you know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I said send them over, and yeah, they exactly. just didn't say anything back to me, okay? I don't know what the problem is. It's like, I told them, I told them, yeah, I will gladly, yeah. like, send these off to someone else. Because they ran I really you through like the, these brushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ran you through the database, and they're like, this, this MF already has goat brushes. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah. If they had looked even closer... They would have seen that, but they didn't. So I feel like it's on them, and they, they need to send me those brushes. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Oh. Yeah. No, I mean, they're good enough. I, I Like, even before talking to them, no, I, I had them on, like, my uh, Amazon affiliate, you know, store thing, whatever, like, products that I like and use and recommend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I went, I went that far to... To put that in, it's not as easy as it, you would think it would be, but yeah. Oh, um, I, actually, I got one. Uh, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. of like weird interlocking biases and obligations and whatever, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Army Painter announced a new line of paints this week. They did. Oh, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I totally forgot i forgot about though. it too but yeah so i i mentioned this because i appeared in a couple of you their did, yeah. release videos so i should probably mention that but um yeah the the trip where i did the tour of the the paint factory last february mm-hmm. yeah um during that trip they said like hey we're working on something and they sat me down and they showed me some paints and you're, um you're war paints they were, fanatic war paints fanatic that's that's out there Heck yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have too much to say about them. They seemed good that they were, they were constantly hovering around with like a video camera. And so sure. I'm, 
I'm always wary of those interactions because sometimes it turns into like a weird hostage video of like, what do you think of the paints? Like, uh, yeah. they are good. Uh, yeah. I haven't had so. that happen recently at all. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what? What? I'm not pointing any fingers yet. No, that, that, we won't talk about it. Well, we'll talk, we'll talk off camera, but yeah. Um, yeah so I, I try to be mindful in those situations and, and mm-hmm. like a, trying to paint out and they had um nowhere near the full like 200 paint range like it was it was a handful of paints that i was testing out and Mm -hmm. uh the handful of paints that i was testing out like were were definitely a massive improvement massive improvement over the current line of of army painter paints i'm I'm definitely uh, super interested to see what the differences are because i mean if they're i know they're they're talking about like uh what 200 something Paint. It's yeah. like a full full line, yeah. Right? That's going to yeah. replace the war paints, or are they keeping the war paints? I would assume they're going to replace them. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know what the the official answer on that is. Like, I think they've I think people have asked and they've responded. Maybe something so. some they they have some sort of a phased program but, yeah i'm yeah. just waiting for the next video to come out yeah. yeah i saw the i saw the one where they've announced the paints um they've showed um some kind of some opacity tests like painting yellow and orange over black bases that are yeah. like really nice looking so um yeah man that, that that'll be good because yep. that's been a thing that i know we've talked about in the podcast a bunch of times about how like you know the, their speed paints and they did the 2.0 and they had the the what else the airbrush line yep like they're they're revitalizing all these things and they're actually really nice yeah and, yeah, and yeah. the fact that like there's this this gaping hole in the war paints thing you know what I mean and yep. now they're they're doing that it's really cool so yeah uh, definitely excited about that yeah yeah so that's uh, I think that is still months away but January. That they said something about January. I don't know if that's like the first pre-orders for something. Who, who knows? They, they put it's... out a schedule. I don't know where. Okay, it, I okay. saw it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, if you if you see them doing advertisements for that, and you see my face in there, uh, yeah. I, I did I did get a chance to sit down for a few hours and test those paints in February of 2023. And at mm-hmm. the time, I definitely enjoyed what they were showing me. Um, and yeah, when they're pointing the cameras at me, like I was trying to be mindful that like they are going to take a two second clip of this and put it in their advertising materials. And so I and they did. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just as, as expected, they did film you. Yeah. Why not? No, of course, of course. And so I, I always tried to say things like it seems that you are on the right track here, like that sort right, of things. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the, the hostage style videos of all again always wary mm-hmm. of of um we, we've seen other companies do that where well, let's just call it out right specifically the the gw contrast paint when they released that and there's a bunch of people in a room it felt weird it just felt weird yeah. everyone's got a camera in their face and they're like so what do you think after you've just now used this for the first time yeah oh yeah uh <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure well, it was they had, an awkward they had a lot situation. Of very, they had a lot of for for that contrast paint release. They had a lot of very good professional painters, yeah, who don't paint with washes, 
And, no. And and so they're like, I mean, yeah, you it's know, fine. for what you're doing it for, yeah, it seems seems good. Yeah. It's, it's cool to be at Warhammer Worlds. <laughs> right. <laughs> How about um, that that Bugman's? All right. And <laughs> I mean, we both think the contrast paint is a good product sold yeah. in a terrible bottle at a very high price but it is a good product yeah. um and 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 you and i are much well i guess some of the professional painters have found like different glaze applications oh, sure. and, and stuff like that yeah, like so, airbrushing contrast um, paints is amazing but and that's actually a good point too is is that if you are testing out a paint line the like one hour of supervised testing time you know, yeah, is yeah. is not enough to to test well, to much more than than flow and coverage, opinion. right? Yeah, like, like, like that's, it that's went what you on can the do, thing. But, yeah, it it did the job. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and so, even then, like they got flown out. Like, yeah, I don't know. So uh, yeah, you know, I I don't want to say too much. I don't I don't think that I know too much that hasn't already been released about this product, but. Um, yeah, if, yeah. if you catch my face saying something like it seems good, I can tell you that like, <laughs> that's fair from, though, <laughs> from the couple hours that I had from the small sample size that I had. Yeah. seems good. Mm-hmm. And, seems good. um, you know, where it falls in comparison to all the other paint lines out there, I don't know, but I can tell you it's like eight notches above <laughs> army the painter war, war paints. paints. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's, that's good news. Yeah. And I mean, th- to be fair, you sitting there going seems good is like that that's that's perfect. And and it's not too kno- much. Who knows? Maybe maybe there's a reactivation problem everyone's gonna yell at me about. But just like yeah, like I, I tested them out for a little while right. several months ago at the did, time. Did you dip them good. in water and see if the paints came off? Like that no. <laughs> Uh, go easy, man. Go easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, t- um, I'll tell you how easy they they strip off. We'll find out. Okay. You tests. let me know. Yeah. Yeah. You look, first thing yeah. you do when you get your hands on. <laughs> oh, so the strip it. So the other thing I wanted to say there is, Army Painter is doing something that I haven't seen other companies do before, which mm-hmm. is, they're they're sending out a lot of test bottles like there are three colors of paint there's a blue an orange and a green i think Mm -hmm. they're that are in like a little sample right right yeah i've been seeing those and they've been sending them to just customers like not not people who necessarily have uh, instagram or youtube or twitch or anything they've just been sending this little three pack of colors out to customers Mm -hmm. and i think i think it's either like people who they have their address because they're customers or people who have like checked a box that said like okay to send promotional materials or something like that yeah there's, i'm sure there's got to be something like I, that. I can't remember exactly how they they did their selection but i think they've sent out like a couple hundred samples to just Sweet. customers and so the a lot of the initial reactions for that line of paint are going to be from just regular people. It's like, um, it is completely fair to have concerns about the biases that are in my mind, the conflicts of interest that are in my mind. And for any, you know, content creator, that is Mm -hmm. perfectly reasonable to be at least conscious that they probably have some sort of bias, which they are either, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Am I, have I not corrected for my bias? Am I overcorrecting for my bias? Right. Who knows? But like, I think it's awesome that there are just hundreds of regular people out there who have, I mean, three is a tiny sample size in terms of colors for the line, but there's an orange in there. And if the orange is working for, you know, just regular customers, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'll be interesting to see how many people who get those packages to just pick up their phone and shoot a quick video to, to show it. Because I'm sure there's not, a, I know there's not a ton of content about it out right now. There have been a couple of YouTube videos. Couple. Yeah. There have, and actually, <laughs> one of the videos went out like before the announcement from from Ari Painter. It was out mm. like it was out like a week before the announcement from Ari Painter, and I oh. and and I just found it randomly on YouTube, and I <laughs> and I knew exactly what it was. I'm just like, nope, not gonna touch it, not gonna tell anybody don't about go, this. Yeah, like, don't yeah, go just, anywhere near about that. <laughs> It had ten views. You're just like, I'm not gonna. I'm not it only got. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting the name of the content. The last time I saw it, it had like six thousand views. But it had oh, like, it was an act. Okay, I it, thought it was it, just like a random person. Well, just I think put it, something up. I think he got sent out in the same pile of like the kind of random customers. Sure. sure. And this person just happened to have a small, moderate-sized YouTube channel. And, yeah, okay. and so they weren't under any NDA constraints or whatever. And so, yeah, there was, there was a, actually it seemed like a pretty thorough review of those three colors of paints, like, nice. like a week before army painter announced them <laughs> and good on you. Like, Heck yeah, <laughs> we, we spoiled the Duncan Rhodes paint six months early. So, you know, it happens. Dude, like, that, was, that was more than six months. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I just got the, uh, <laughs> um, I just got the uh, new set in the mail mm-hmm. of the Duncan Rhodes paints. I haven't opened them. I haven't tried them yet. I mean, I assume yep. they're as good as the the first ones were, which were good paints. Yep. Um, but the, the new colors are brighter, right? They've got a uh, more variety in skin tones. Kind of the stuff that we actually talked about quite a bit. Yes. Um has been looked at. And I mean, that wasn't just from us. That was from a lot of people saying that stuff. Um, especially the, the variety in, in brightness and color. Mm-hmm. So happy to see that. And, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to trying those out, but I haven't, haven't yet. Haven't had time. So, yeah. Couldn't get any of those sweet colors on your, uh, big orc night, huh? No. Although I think there is a bright green in there. That's probably, there were a couple. So yeah. so I got that same package also. Uh, mm-hmm. All us content creators getting that free Duncan Rhodes paint. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But <laughs> yeah, so I, I definitely have a system now where the left-hand side of my uh, painting table has a rack that is mostly Monument Hobbies. The right-hand mm-hmm. side is mostly Duncan Rhodes at this point. Um, it's a little bit of Reaper up above my Monument Hobbies, a little bit of Alejo right. up above my Duncan Rhodes. Uh, okay, but, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did, I should eventually test them, but I did take all of the new Duncan Road washes, put them in a baggie at the back of my drawer, all the new <laughs> Duncan Rhodes metallics, little baggie at the back of my drawer, but a lot of the new colors, like I, I've already used some of them. I like them. Okay. The... Yeah, the, the problem with the first 60 Duncan Rhodes paints is that there weren't a lot of colors, a lot of grays, a lot of browns, which mm-hmm. are all useful things to have. 
um, but there were like three greens, no teals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was like there were useful colors, but not enough of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like the ranges needed to be extended. So, um, and, and yeah, and they filled a good amount of that stuff in. Yep. Um, I still don't have them like on hand readily available. They are nearby and I am getting, I'm actually getting more of my, uh, hobby space worked out like in the YouTube video camera. If you're watching it, I think you can see one of the Home Depot display cabinets behind me, but I don't think Brent can see it out of my web. I look forward to the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be in the next video hey. for sure. Um, but yeah, actually I did, I did build two of them and I, I it took me for way too long cause it's basically Ikea uh-huh. from Home Depot. So, you know, it is what it is, but super sturdy, um, very easy to assemble. After I did the first one, the second one took a quarter of the time, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the shelves are like nicely spaced. I can fit, three stampas side by side if I wanted to. Um, and they're taller than that too. So they, they, it would be very close. Like even like a warlord Titan, they're tall, um, mm-hmm. but there's a bunch of, uh, what are there? Four actual shelves. So like I painted 3,500 points of Necron like um, a couple months ago. Yes, you that did. All of them fit on one shelf Ooh. and they look so good. Yeah. I'm jealous. Um, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's good there. So I got three of them. I got three of the cabinets. I have to put one more together. But like, I have way more stuff than I realized. That's pa- actually painted. You do. I dude. filled you two do. entire cabinets. Like there is no space in these cabinets. They're completely filled with models that are painted. Build like, that third there's cabinet. There's one model that's not painted over here in the corner, just because I didn't want to get dust on it. Yeah. yeah, I got. I need to do the third cabinet and then just fill it with like the unpainted stuff, which there's a good amount of that too. I also got two black metal storage cabinets, kind of like you see in most office buildings, and I filled both of those completely with mini boxes and models that aren't built, and then I put a piece of plywood over the top of both of them, spread them out so that it's about eight feet for a piece of plywood that's been cut and that's completely filled with boxes of models too. <laughs> so I'm figuring it out, yeah. but I'm hoping that I can put up more like paint storage on the walls and have like all the Duncan paints out and all the other, well, it's like my Citadel paints have been put away for three years. Yep. Two years. Yeah. It's been a long time. Like at this point, my go-tos are like a handful of scale 75 colors, a handful of Vallejo, uh, mostly monument, like because I, I have I got all the monument stuff. I went and bought all of them, mm-hmm. so we just get them, and then I have all of them out, and then all of the army painter air paints, because like That's a good 90, choice. ninety yeah. percent of my like go to is use the air paints for base coating, do this other stuff, then fill in with normal paints uh, to highlight with, and then come back and do special effects with the airbrush or extra stuff or whatever. So. It, it works for me, but I do need like, uh, especially a few different colors that would be nice to have like, uh, another step in it, like either brighter or darker than like where monument is or something. I just got to fill it in, but 
Yeah, more paints. I need, such a, need more it's stuff. Such a stupid first world problem. Like I know. we must it, it we is. must sound insane to some of you people. Like oh, I got this range of paints and this range of paints, and like yeah, I think. <laughs> You know what? I, I think on, on our, our ranking of paint room setups, yeah, I think yeah. I think you know having a lot of bottles from two different paint ranges that gets you up that gets you a full score, whatever that full score <laughs> is on having paints available to you. Like I yeah like I would argue paint that, yeah like, even just yeah. having every paint from a single paint range that's amazing is yeah. enough for yeah. for you to just be like okay and then and then a couple of filler ins <laughs> from a from another yeah paint like range some, some like, cool yeah, colors like the, that yeah. you've seen and and yeah. heard about and whatever yeah. um like my scale seventy five colors I maybe use like three or four that I just like. Like I like for certain things, right? I use Arbuckle's brown to base coat literally leather it, it on anything because it just works for me. Hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. But our our hobby score system, which you know we haven't yeah. actually revamped in a minute. Uh, I don't know if it's been a year. We we'll, we did it we'll a year after the first year. We we'll got to get do it around to it. Need yeah. a rubric. Uh, we we well, definitely maybe need we'll that wait to be a couple like a of Kobold talks before we get back to our hobby score ranking. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. But Kobold uh, uh, talks. We're we're six months away. Just saying. From Kobold talk three. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But look, my uh, I'll I'll tell you when I first got back into this hobby, I bought the full. Not the mega set. I bought like the complete set of Army Painter War Paints, like, like the four hundred paint set. I think it was one hundred and twenty paints, but okay. yes, it was it was a <laughs> it was a big old box of Army Painter War Paints. Yeah, and I tell you, those are in a plastic bag in a box in my basement right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And I got my <laughs> getting separated and frozen and <laughs> oh man, <laughs> seen better days. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure they're. Pretty similar to what's currently available in a store from the Army Painter War Paint, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> there there are better things on the market, and I am glad that you know perhaps a year from now that you go into the GameStop and and next to their three walls of Funko Pops where they have like <laughs> one like like they got a couple of plushies and then yeah, maybe yeah. a start painting set. And that I'm would a, be interesting, actually. No, no, like the. There's at least one store in my local mall that is a comic book store. It's it's Newberry Comics if if you're in the oh, northeast, okay. but it's a it's supposedly a comic book store. They they sell some, you know, CCG packs. They mostly sell Funko Pops at this point. Yeah. Uh and but there there are, you know, a couple of D&D books and then there are a couple of start painting kits and I can't remember if they're specifically labeled as army painter, but like from the bottles, you can tell that they're an army painter start kit. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. They, they do a lot of those like crossover deals where. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think they, they don't have the, the D and D license or, or crossover right now, but like there was a period no. where, yeah, there, there were the D and D start painting set. And there were little bottles of paint that had like the hexagon labels on them. And like, Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but my, my point is that army painter is everywhere in the United States, including mm-hmm. in a lot of stores that don't sell anything else related to the mini painting hobby. And 
it, it's kind of like the, the, the basement level of paints. And I'm excited for that bar of like yeah. the worst quality, readily available paints out there to just or become good. Yes. And that, and that's exciting. Readily available. That's, I mean, it's yeah. such a huge yeah. change, right? Because as much as like, I do like, well, I, I suppose actually now that I think about it, like I like the newer products that army painter has mm-hmm. the, the newer paints that they put out. Um, their air paints and their speed paints work incredibly well. Like I, I pretty much only use the air paints at this point for anything that has to do with air. Yes. It, it just works. So, yep. um, yeah, like it, if they can even reach that level of like, this is what we say it's going to do. And this is what it does. And now it's everywhere. I, I can only imagine how that's going to change the landscape for most miniature painting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. Like if, if army painter is in a store, that's not normally a hobby shop quote unquote. Right. Um, then people are going to be like, Oh yeah, there's, you know, whiz kids model or, or whatever is going on. Yeah. I want to buy that. And there's these paints and they're reasonably priced, you know, I'm going to pick this yeah. up and they work how they're supposed to. Yeah. Like, and their first about, like, painting experience is good. Yeah. 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 All these things that they're going to end up learning, they can learn easier. They don't have to fight with the product. You know, that that's going to, I can't even imagine. You see mm. kids painting with, you know, their parents have paints that they've invested in and they're starting to paint and they're like years beyond most people. And they're like young, you know, the, the golden demon entries for under 15, right? They're insane. So imagine if those kids start off even sooner. Agreed. Agreed. It's just, it's good all around. Um, and then having a, a, an easy to, to get supply of paint when you run out of something. Yeah. That's, that's pretty great. Cause I went, I went to a, a hobby shop the other day and I was looking for, models and paints and stuff see what was going on and like they didn't have a lot they, mm. they definitely had the funko pop <laughs> yeah gotta have those funko pops <laughs> look yeah, there's gonna be there's, there's some stores are not doing so hot these days yeah <laughs> well if you gotta have funko pops to stay afloat that's fine but one day uh, is those funko pops are gonna beanie baby and then you gotta have a <laughs> oh man then you gotta start Stock and war paints fanatic. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta have yeah, a backup exactly. plan. You gotta have a backup plan. Yeah. You might as well start starting out with that. Yeah. Look, yeah. there's gonna be there's gonna be one more Christmas when kids get army painter war paints under their tree, and to those those kids out there, you can have a good time with those paints. Paint your first minis. Have fun with it, and uh, we get you some better paints later, buddy. Like, cool. Yeah, you can. You can still paint the your, your first orc with those those war paints. I mean, yeah. it, it's not like it's not like those paints don't work, but mm, it depends you know. on the color. <laughs> Just... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I try to always be encouraging to people, and there there are people yeah. out there who legitimately like that line of paints, or and there are a lot of people who are starting the hobby with that line of paints, and right, I, right. I try like. I try not to just be like, oh, you know, it's 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 the worst line of paint out there. I mean, 
It is. I mean, it, but like, it's still airbrushes. Like, it still yeah. mixes down into airbrush paints. Sure. Like, I used to buy sure. it for that. Yeah. Um, um, the spray but, primers, too. Like, but anyway, when when there is the full release of Warpaint Fanatic, if I end up uh, making a video related to that, I have um, I have an old video, the time when we did the deodorant orc oh, yeah. land speeder things. Oh, yeah. In that video from three or four years ago or whatever, I was trying to paint like a box on my orc land speeder green, mm -hmm. and I was trying to do it with <laughs> army painter paints, and it was just like... I'd put a glob of green paint on there and my brush would act like a snow plow. It would like yeah, move would, the paint yeah, to either yeah, yeah. side of the brush. As Man, just, like, like, and I, and uh, I got a good recording of me just being like, what is this? I don't like I this. I'm never, I'm never using this again. This is, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's, I can, yeah. it's like, I can see it. I That's remember last, when this happened yeah. we talked about this back then <laughs> and it's weird, man. That's, that was so long ago. Uh, time flies, man. It's almost time for another kobold talk. Almost time to revamp your hobby workstation. I mean, you've been revamping your hobby workstation. You you definitely had a ten these oh, yeah. days, my man. <laughs> well, maybe we gotta know. maybe you gotta raise that ceiling on what's possible for the the hobby workstation. Uh... <laughs> we might, but remember, I lost running water in a bathroom. So mm. yeah, and then we'll have to crunch those numbers again won't we right we're there eventually you know we talked about this uh we've talked about it on, on in discord channels with people and and had people weigh in like we need a rubric we need a, a pdf that we can distribute um and some something else was i forget what the rest and there's a lot of things all the fingers um, an army list builder yeah an interactive uh, yeah, yeah, web based uh, yeah. list builder so we need a, that, yeah, somebody who knows how to do apps mm -hmm. <laughs> and we need <laughs> we need a lot uh, of things somebody to draw some more kobolds for us we'll... yeah realistic yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day it's <laughs> really what we want but oh man yeah yeah so that'll be good that's good. That's good. Um, all right, I, I got a quick one here. Yeah. Like I, I really do spend <clears throat> almost every waking hour working on hobby stuff and and like, you know, trying to occasionally publish a YouTube video. And I don't know where the time goes, but I'm gonna tell you, I'll tell you right now where some of the time is gone. Okay. And this is another seed <laughs> that I want to plant because it probably will be funny later. But We've I had a few payoffs, so I mean, yeah, yeah. I figured out where that smelly box was going to exactly. smell from. It was yeah, uh, yeah, aquarium rocks. Was the answer? <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to plant those seeds so that you can harvest that uh, humor crop later on. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Anyway, I've yeah. been spending spending a little bit of time. I, I subscribe to World of Warcraft Hardcore now that they have hardcore mm. servers for classic World of Warcraft, and so I've got I've got a level twelve warrior and a level thirteen paladin yeah right. and um yeah look i'm still trying to you know work on this whole youtube channel but i figure it's okay to play a little bit of world of warcraft because there's a hard stop on a hardcore character <laughs> progression and uh there's, yeah, you... there's just a hard cutoff and we don't uh, all know exactly where it is but uh are you it... on like a, a a pvp server too you're no, really getting it, in there i think there's just a couple of hardcore servers like i'm on okay. one of the two u.s hardcore wow classic servers oh, and boy. uh um <laughs> good kitty so i just wanted to plant that seed like uh 
you know, if I if I don't put out a YouTube video for three four months, things are going you're well. Grieving. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That means I'm that means I'm tanking Naxxramas. Like that means right, things right. are going well. <laughs> things yeah. are going well. So you're yeah. just not around. I would think, hundred percent, you'd max out and then die, and then you'd just be like, I am not gonna talk to anybody. No, 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 no. That's really the issue with the the hardcore there. That's the perfect end. That is, that's, I've accomplished what I'm going to accomplish, and now I rage quit and delete this from my computer and press whatever buttons are required to permanently delete the account. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) Permanently delete the account. (laughs) Get get back to painting goblins and kobolds. That's fair. Man, yeah. I mean, I've, I've done some, like, just for fun hardcore stuff just because i mean it it does obviously change the way that you approach things the way that you play the game you're obviously a lot more cautious i should Um, say i should say hardcore in this video game means if you die yeah permadeath that's it's it's permadeath and uh you you die a lot in that game actually or or normally i think normally you die once or twice a play session i think that's pretty common it depends. Yeah, it like depends you wander how you into play, an area but, and, yeah. and you, you pull yeah. some aggro and, you know, something yeah. comes after you you weren't necessarily expecting. And those things don't just stop chasing you. Yeah. But this is this is a game where you put days, like probably a couple of weeks of play time into like a max level character. Yeah. And and one of those days you're going to walk into the wrong pack of gnolls and then that's all yeah, going to exactly. be over. And then... Um, I don't know. So I, I played classic World of Warcraft uh, freshman year of college when it came out. Like I, yep. I remember two thousand and four November. Yeah, I think I didn't really get into it till December of two thousand and four. But like, sure, sure, I was there. I was there. Yeah, no, and, I was right uh, there with you. For sure. And not, not literally. I didn't. No, play at all. we, we I met didn't years you, later, but, my friend. Yeah. But I was there on some server somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. So this is this is getting a a little bit of that feeling back, a little bit of that nostalgia. But now I have the 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 discipline of a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the knowledge, the discipline, and the, the internet knowledge. connection of a true man, yeah, true warrior. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that's that's. So I just wanted I just wanted really to let not. you know. I wanted to let you all know that I have begun to dabble with hardcore mm. World of Warcraft. I think and... you should you should definitely keep us informed of your progress, and because yeah. I, I want to know when you die. The, exactly. That is that is why I'm <laughs> mentioning it yeah. and how. Yeah, I want details. It's like <laughs> how bad was yeah. it? Yeah. When it, when I show how up really angry, like yeah, yeah. When I am when I am super upset during a Kobold Talk episode three, like right. you, you'll know right. why. Yeah, Some kind <laughs> somebody of a... took my candle. Yeah, yeah. The, you you were down in the uh, those the mines, you know, and thinking you could solo that that first dungeon, and and it just didn't go well. Yeah, it is fun though. It makes it makes everything so much. You feel more alive. When you're fighting, oh, yeah. when you're fighting Hogger, when you're looking for a group to fight Hogger, so much more alive. Yeah, when you yeah do, for sure. When you're yeah. fighting Gold Tooth in uh, Fanga Deep Mine, yeah, so exactly. much more alive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man. All right, that's all I have to say about uh, hardcore World of Warcraft. It's going on. I'll let you know when it comes to a screeching, miserable, <laughs> yeah. infuriating end. Yeah. 
I think the closest I ever did was like I, I did I did a PvP server with a bunch of people at one point and I like kept track of names for a while. Oh to yeah. try and hunt people you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was that was about as deep as I got. Well, I did. I did a little bit of like never group with this hunter again. They're gonna roll need on the loot drops, but uh, oh yeah, roll need every time. Don't even. even Oh, I had I had a list of people like (laughs) so. I was more into PVE player versus environment, you know. Oh, Uh, for sure. Cooperative play, but I I definitely had a list of like do not cooperate with these people. (laughs) (laughs) There are ten thousand people in this server, and I don't want to talk to you. And these seven have made my list. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. No, I I had like a running uh, journal list of of like people that I encountered that either I needed to find and hunt down or that I, I, uh, you know, bested in like one V one PVP combat. Mm -hmm. Um, that was like fresh when like, uh, the horde had paladins with the, the stupid elf. Blood Elf or whatever. I can't remember, man. It's been so long. Um, uh, you got it. Did I? Oh, there you go. You did. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, did, did PvP. And that, that made you feel a little bit alive, like walking around being like, I just get just destroyed at any minute. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that sucks. It's not a great feeling until till you find somebody else that you do that to. And it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, hardcore, man. I don't know. Like, I don't even like doing hardcore in, like, Diablo. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you what. I'll yeah. tell you what. We'll, we'll keep you updated. All right. What else we got here? Uh, uh, no, we have a note about some 3D printing stuff. And I think that was it. I think that was it. Okay. Okay. What do you want to say about 3D printing? I don't know. It's your note. <laughs> oh, My I note just... was airbrushing is fun. <laughs> we talked about that for like half an hour. Come on. <laughs> all right. I just I just wanted to share an email I got from a 3D printing yes. company. That's all. That's, <laughs> That's all. That's all. Okay. So how to put this. These companies, a lot of them are based out of China, I think. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and so, sure. and normally, for the company reps who who reach out to us influencers quotation marks to uh, to get their product out there so that people learn about what's what's hot in the new 4K, 8K, 12K, 3D printing, self leveling bed environment. <laughs> when they're trying to get the word out there through us, uh, big time influencers, yeah, they yeah, yeah they yeah. they they get their company reps to just spam our email folders pretty much and it it definitely goes through cycles of like i'll go months without hearing from any 3d printer companies and then it's Mm -hmm. like oh there's a new there's a new generation out because i just got three emails from any cubic elegoo and uniform and uh (sighs) yeah so my my response at this point is like like, if you want to send me a printer, I'll probably print something with it eventually, and it'll probably, like, end up in a video at some point, but no guarantees. I'm not giving you an ad read or whatever, but if you want 
if you want me to know what your printer is about, like, sure, I could give you my address. Like, absolutely. And so this is this is a very common conversation that I have. It's just like, yep, here's my address, no guarantees, but if you want me to have sample, send it here. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that I've ever had one of these English as a second language uh, conversations where the person says, if you do not do a 60 second ad read, I will lose my job. (laughs) (laughs) And and I don't know why, but like what you're doing, but like the super broken English on it, like made it funnier. And like it was, and it was like, cause it was, if you do not do ad read, I, like like they contacted me, like I I, I didn't yeah, email they emailed them, you. like they they emailed me, and I was just like, I mean, yeah, send it if you want, but no guarantees. And they they get back yeah. like, please do forty five to sixty second ad read for Black Friday sale, or else I lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> just what? like, oh no, what's happening over there, like, dude? I, I mean. <laughs> sounds like you might need to form a union or something i don't know like you <laughs> i mean like I, I, I don't know what to tell you buddy i i already have a 3d printer i don't uh, yeah right don't... yeah <laughs> i mean in the in the like good luck with uh, your black friday sale i don't know oh poor guy he's gonna lose his job <laughs> oh no i like i've gone through a lot of people yeah. the, like they the people that work at at the like you different companies seem to just change out constantly. Yeah. Um, like there Uh were a few in the beginning, especially where like we had the same couple of people and that was pretty good. Um, like I worked with the same, like one person at any cubic for two, two, three years, something like that. Yeah. Kathy. Yeah. Nah, Kathy was before whoever you had. That's fair. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Isn't this is not important? It's not really, but and that was not yeah, their real just, name. Yeah. No, no, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, like in the last like year or so, uh, I've kind of like been talking to a lot of different new people. So Grace, I don't know what's going on. Grace. Yeah, Grace was there, and and she was the one that I was talking to, like for years. Right, but but then when Grace got replaced, yep, yeah, um, or something, the guy that I was talking to was like, "Oh yeah, Grace was great, and uh, she got a better job somewhere else," is what he told me, <laughs> like almost verbatim. He just straight up told me. <laughs> so somewhere yeah. beyond the reach of Black Friday sales for <laughs> <laughs> she or she lost her job, and he didn't want to say. I don't know. Um, but it definitely seems like a, a, like a new generation of people and they're trying to like get it going harder with more and I don't know what the the changes are, but man, I hope he doesn't lose his job now that you're not doing an ad read. Yeah. I start, I'm starting to feel bad. Like what, let me know in the comments. Should I, uh, help, should I help this guy out? (laughs) To yourself. Yeah. Just. Boy, I started to feel the, bad. Yeah, it's forty-five seconds, Brent. You just have to say this is the Uniformation GK2. It has a heater in the vat. It's it's got a self-leveling vat. It's got a cool door. I didn't tell you which printer it was about. 
I mean, I did tell you, but not on, <laughs> not on the podcast. <laughs> uh, this is the Eddie Cubic M. No, 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 yeah. This is the Frozen 8K Ultra. You had the full ad read going for one company, and now you're stammering trying to make it up for another company. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. Well, that's because I have the Uniformation GK2 behind me, and I am doing an ad read. And it you want to get those 45 seconds 45 out of the way right now, buddy? 60 seconds. Look, look. And it what was if the same you... guy. If there's an ad read on a podcast that I'm on, maybe we can get this guy to keep his job. Do it, Casey. I mean, I just didn't. I did it. Yeah, yeah, you get it in like ten seconds though. Yeah, K. Okay, I'll slow it down. That's usually what I do. (laughs) Like, if I gotta fill that time, it's like this. Right here is it's a good it's a good one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's uh, green. Like the G and GK green, that's the box color. Uh, it's, it's an 8K printer, so uh, some amount of uh, micron something with rectangular squarish pixels and uh, decently sized. I think it's like a 14-inch screen or something. It's actually huge. Ooh. Um, it's got a filter built in, and it's got like a carbon block that snaps in the back where the airflow comes in and actually goes out of. So it's replaceable. Mm-hmm. The vat doesn't screw in. It snaps in, just slides in and out the front. And the door, have I hit it? I swear that's like a minute. The door flips up yeah. and down. You know, it's just like I think we just. I think we just saved his job, buddy. I think we did it. <laughs> we did it. Uh, we're going to have to yeah, forward him this podcast <laughs> and just make sure. Yeah. Look, I just hope he has a job at Thanksgiving, you know. I hope it he's worked. not worried about losing his job the day after Thanksgiving because his Black Friday sale didn't uh, <laughs> didn't do very well. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't. I don't know anything about a Black Friday sale. He didn't tell me he was going to lose his job. So, well, you right went right into like money negotiations, didn't you? Like, you, like yeah, immediately yeah. <laughs> as you <Yeah>. do. <laughs> like, I don't work for free. Yeah. <laughs> No, actually, the sad thing is I I was supposed to do an ad read for Uniformation um, last week, but they haven't sent me all the stuff. And he's like, hey, we're going to have to push this because, yeah, you're not going to have enough time. I'm like, well, let me be the judge of that. I'm pretty sure I could bust 60 seconds out. Man, if he's, yeah, if he's not, uh, you know, sending you your stuff, like... Yeah. Maybe that's why he's gonna lose his job, you know? That like that is that is possible, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um but if anybody has a good contact at any cubic, uh they owe me money and they won't talk to me. <laughs> and on that note, thank you again for joining us in another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. We appreciate the heck out of you. We'll talk to you next time.